It's the show that virtually pours you your first shandy on a Friday night. It's home time with Bush and Ritchie. Time for our regular Friday night business slot. And oh, yeah. uh, M&S uh, has said it has overestimated demand for tight-fitting men's clothing in the run-up to Christmas. Right. And as a result, it has uh, posted uh, disappointing figures for its Christmas work. <laughs> uh, that is down to the fact that men are saying no to skinny trousers. Oh, good on them. Because this has like been a fashion scourge that's been around for probably five or six years now, hasn't it? Yes, I'd say. Uh, it says they have ordered in more regular and relaxed fit clothing for spring. Bring back the boot cut. Bring <laughs> back the boot cut. Fantastic the, news. The weird thing is, right, obviously having moved to Essex a few years ago, and I would say, and I, I think even people from Essex would put their hand on the heart and say, the Essex fella has uh, heartily adopted the spray-on Yes. Particularly matched up with no socks and slip-ons as well. Yeah. And sometimes, I don't want to sound like an old man, you walk along behind them and you think, that is ridiculous. You see, I've I've bought a couple of uh, alleged skinny trousers, <laughs> although when you've got legs like mine, any trousers <laughs> end up looking skinny. And it's getting them off at the end of the day. Oh, like, it's awful. As I get older, it's, it's hard work. Sometimes you end up, like, as a contortionist on the floor and, like, farting. I remember, thank you for that, I remember <laughs> um, putting on a pair, try, I didn't realise they were skinny jeans. I because there's skinny, and then there's the, you go off a cliff to a thing called spray-on skinny. <laughs> and I'm, I'd accidentally put my foot in a pair of these uh, in, like, Topshop or whatever, and I just couldn't get my legs out of them at all. <laughs> and I was, like, flapping on the floor like a seal. It's the most uh, unedifying thing on this planet. So it's good there's a kickback going on. More hometown Business News next Friday. feel like looking back over Christmas that you got a good haul of presents. Do you know what? Yes, I did. Yeah, me too. I feel like I got some good stuff. People kind of put some thought into it. I got a 2000 AD annual. Do you remember 2000 AD, the comic? I do. I remember annuals uh, as well. Annuals are great in that it was like a hardback book version of your favourite kind of... Uh, periodical or yeah. weekly or whatever and it's been a long time since I've had an annual there and it's absolutely brilliant having all those episodes of 2000 AD in one place do you remember having books or annuals like that when you were a kid? I used to have the shoot annual oh yes I think that was the last one I got the last annual I had was the shoot one and that would have been oh it must have been yeah, mid-80s. Did you keep hold of it or anything? Is it still there, up in the loft somewhere? I've, I'm feeling you're going to take me to a dark place here. I think it's probably gone with all the football programmes my dad chucked out. Oh, see, down the line at some point... I know. I'm going to hold on to this 2000 AD thing. Down the line at some point, those annuals are going to be worth a lot of money. Yeah, they are. been a fun week. Uh, you may remember it started on Monday, weeks generally do, uh, when we were talking to James May about his new TV show, Our Man in Japan, which you can see on Prime Video. Yeah, and we had such a good chat with him. There were some bits we couldn't end up using because we were chatting during the songs, ad breaks, everything. So we thought we'd treat you guys to some uh, previously unheard James May material. Mm. Is James telling us about some of the essentials he always takes on travelling trips? Oh, well, I've long been a... A believer that as long as you've got your passport and your wallet, you're sort of okay. Because if you get really desperate, you can buy some pants. I've had to do that many times. Yeah. But I suppose essential things, to be honest, these days it's an iPad or a tablet of some sort, emergency medicines for if you get the clarts or something, which is perfectly possible on the sort of trips we do, <laughs> and nail clippers. <laughs> nail clippers? Oh, really? Yeah. Curveball. They do, they're useful for all sorts of things, mainly for clipping your nails when they grow unexpectedly. <laughs> That's about it, really. So you don't like sneak lucky... tea bags or anything like that? Yeah, no, like I don't... taking some kind of British bastion with you, like a pot of marmite. I've, avoid... yeah. I've, I've honestly really resisted that because it makes perfect sense. Why wouldn't you take your tea bags if that's what you really like and you go to a country that doesn't do tea, i.e. anywhere other than Britain? 
Um, <laughs> but it just it just feels so sort of old and, and caravany. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, do, I, do, I, t- I do take energy bars, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I take those as emergency food, and I have a lucky pebble, which I take. Oh, right. Oh, right. Has so it got a name, a, or is it just a... It's a, yeah, it's pretentious though. It's called uh, Virgin and Lamb because it looks a little bit like a naked woman with a um, a lamb sort of nuzzling into her armpit. This is was it? That's not meant to sound kinky. Or anything. That is, <laughs> it's an artwork. That's what it looks like. Was it so a bought pebble or one you picked off a beach? It was actually given to me by Richard Hammond. Believe it was or not, it really? many, 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 many years ago. I think possibly before we even did Top Gear together. Wow. And he picks it up and he says, he says, here's a pebble. He says, I've given that to you and that's now lucky. And I thought, well, what if it is? So, so it is lucky because I believe it is and I've yeah. always had it with me when I travel. That's amazing. And you've travelled a hell of a lot. It's, people need to get their hands on some Hammond pebbles if uh, <laughs> that's not a thing. Well, he could turn it into a business, I suppose, if he was enterprising, but he's not. Time for some Richie Friday evening. Weekend is on the horizon. It looks a beautiful one. Very excited about that. Also very excited to play you guys some of the previously unheard bits of our James May interview from Monday. It's deeper May cuts. Oh, yes. <laughs> we had to ask him about what he'd want on our constitution for the British Transport Social Police. Well, on, on London public transport, on the tube, essentially, I'd, I'd make it imprisonable to carry a rucksack on your back. OK. Because nobody remembers that they have one on. Yeah. Yes. And, it's a, and it all becomes a bit Laurel and Hardy with a plank of wood or a pane of glass <laughs> turning around, you know, and they do that. <laughs> aeroplanes, um, what's the thing that I don't like people doing on aeroplanes? Talking to me. Just <laughs> having a little chat with you. You no, don't, want, don't, you don't want to strike up conversation with anyone? Not usually, no. I sort of quite like to be left alone. Which is fair enough. It's fair enough. But I, I'm still blown away by the tube one, really. Of all the of all the people we've talked to, of all the of all the things that we've put in protocol ourselves, yeah. no one's ever talked about rucksacks. Never even mentioned and I'm it. right on board with it. I love it. It's true though, isn't yes, it? Yes it is, yeah. People forget that they have done it myself. You forget that you have one on because rucksacks are comfortable, that's why we wear them. But it makes you twice as deep as you normally are. So when you turn around, without getting bogged down in the physics, but the, your radial speed remains the same, but the circumfer- circumferential speed of your rucksack is is high. So there's a mass behind around, yes. knocking someone yeah. out with your rucksack. And there's some of us that don't need to be any deeper than what we are already as well. So. I, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> uh, uh, well, we'll add that into subsection 11.4 about we will ba- indeed. Uh, back wear whilst on the tube. Uh, listen, uh, James, lovely to speak to you. Our man in Japan, you can get that right now from Amazon Prime Video. Enjoy it, is that right? It is indeed, it's all good. yeah. Uh, listen, but, thank you so much. I hope your cold improves with the Lemsips and the, the Fisherman's Friends that we've given you. Actually, could I just say you were talking about... Your, what, sorry, what's your task force called? The British Transport Social Police. The British Transport Social Police. Thinking about flights, it's just occurred to me that most of the crimes on flights are committed by the crew, not the passengers. How do you mean? Well, they turn the heating up too much and they wake you up to tell you that the outside temperature is minus 57 and no-one gives a toss. <laughs> well, 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 well. A late entry into avionics. And they say bread items and that can't possibly be allowed if they say any bread items for you. They're not bread items, it's bread. <laughs> Talk properly. <laughs> Once we got him started, we wouldn't be able to stop. <laughs> got him. Uh, James May, thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. 
In other news, history is a brilliant new show called The Unexplained with William Shatner. It airs every Tuesday from 9pm. Uh, it's an awesome non-fiction series that gets behind the truth of some of the most strange and mysterious events that happen to us all, from bizarre rituals at sea, festivities such as walking over fire at 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit, to unnatural nature like raging underground fires in Pennsylvania. Uh, right now we have £1,000 to give away thanks to history. Uh, we've been doing this all week. Two callers ready to play my explaining game. It's a belter. Uh, I'm going to describe uh, a mystery, a phenomenon, just a thing. Uh, you have to guess what I'm on about. Uh, the person who gets the most correct answers in 30 seconds wins. Oh, that's all right, isn't it? Isn't that a great idea? £1,000 they'll win. Uh, a couple of rules. Can't say the word that's on the card. Can't pass on any word. And when the time is up, you're out. You'll go my first whistle. <laughs> Neil, you'll go my second whistle. Thank you, John. There you go. Uh, right, Lisa, our first contestants. How are you, Lisa? I am so nervous, but good afternoon, everyone. Hey, I'll check you out, chatting to the audience there as well. <laughs> <laughs> my dear, wonderful people. Hello, everyone. <laughs> my wonderful, wonderful people. What are you doing this weekend? Just a little teaser, what are you doing? Um, nothing this weekend, but last weekend I was in Manchester and it was amazing. All right, brilliant, there you go. Great. Swings and roundabouts, isn't it? Neil, how are you? Hi, I'm very much like Lisa and very nervous. Oh, but not you... saying hello to the audience. <laughs> Would you like to address the audience directly, Neil? <laughs> Welcome to one and all to the wonderful Absolute Radio listeners. You're amazing. Oh, it's oh, not nice. Like these, these guys two. are great. Yeah, they're great. Only one can win, though. Let's find out who it's going to be. Lisa, you are our first contestant, so you will go on the first whistle. Uh, are you ready for your 30 seconds, Lisa? I'm going to try my best. Good luck. Your time starts now. You're speaking on one of these right now. Telephone. Mobile what? phone. Mobile phone, yes. Uh, right, this came for the, before the DVD player. Big cassettes. You'd... The HF. Yes. Very good. Um, right. Uh, a type of one-geared bike with, like, stunt pegs and stuff. Um, really? Yes, very good. Um, these mysteriously appear um, in fields, and people say they're aliens. Oh, cop circles. Very good. Wow. Uh, these are in the sky, and rain comes out of them. Clothes? Yes. We'll give Time's that one. up. Very good. Oh. That's a very solid five, Lisa. You are on the ball oh. on a Friday afternoon, okay. Lisa, I have oh, to say. Fabulous. I haven't had a drink either, that's why. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> right, Neil, have to say, that's a strong score that Lisa has put that on the board. That's a very good score, yes. But you're, Neil, I've got faith in you. 30 Thank seconds, you. let's see how you do. Your time starts now. Smelly pits, you might spray this underneath them. Deodorant. Correct. Uh, right, it's an animal and it's got a couple of umps. Camel. Correct. Um, famous church in London. St Paul's. Yes, very good. Uh, if you're walking along the pavement and it's dark, you'll need one of these. A torch? No, uh, they're on, like, big posts. Lamppost. Uh, yeah, streetlight, I'll give you that. Streetlight. Um, it's the tallest build... I'm afraid time is up. Oh. oh. A strong four, but it's not quite as strong as a strong five. Congratulations, Lisa. A thousand pounds. It's all thanks to history. Well yeah. done. Oh, bless you. What a great start to the weekend, Lisa. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Absolute. I love you all. Oh, we love you. And, well, you know, Manchester was good last weekend, but you've won someone on Absolute Radio better. this weekend. Sorry, this, like, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to say it, but this is amazing. Thank you so much. You've made my week. Brilliant. You can have a drink now. That's a lot. Thank you. There you go. It's all thanks to The Unexplained with William Shatner, a brand-new show, 9pm every Thursday, Tuesday, sorry, in history, where the world's most bizarre phenomena are explained, and as they say, history is a lie. 
Well, we've gone highbrow this week with uh, a flamenco band uh, mm -hmm. playing us out on all the uh, podcasts, which you can uh, download for free right now. Um, it, there's a little bit of a highbrow feel to what I was about to say next. It feels a little bit call my bluff. Okay. Uh, <laughs> there's been two occasions this week where I've come across words that either I've heard for the first time in my life, but everyone else knows. Okay. Or I've used a word that I thought everyone else knew and no one else did. Have you heard of a baby chino? Yeah. Exactly. I'd never heard of one. 42 years. That's so weird, though, because I remember our eldest daughter having one when she was two, and she's ten now. Exactly. So they've, they've been knocking around for a while. Obviously been around. I've never heard of one. Please tell me Rocco had one when you, this is not you. Yeah, he had one offered. Well, oh, I, I was having enough. a cappuccino, and uh, the waitress said, would you like a, a baby chino as well? I went, what's that? She went, oh, for, for the baby. I'm like, yeah, right, OK. As an aside, I'd love it to know in a coffee shop if a, a grown-up, say Richie had gone in and asked for a baby Chino on his own, <laughs> what kind of situation would have, uh, would have happened there? So that's baby Chino. That's baby Chino ticked off. Uh, but the flip side of things, do you remember I was talking earlier this week about um, how much my little boy loves the dustman coming around? He loves him, yeah. What's the dustman drive? Well, he's in a dust cart, isn't he? I got so much grief on Twitter for calling it a dust cart. It's a British word. What, what would they prefer you to call it? Rubbish lorry, bin lorry. I've always called them dust cars. Oh, yeah, I call it rubbish, lorry. Do you call it the tip, though, or the dump? I'd call it the tip. See, I call it the dump, and sometimes that sounds a bit stig of the dump, which is maybe not a phrase to use anymore. You know what I mean? See, I think your dump is more American. That's where your garbage truck goes. So, yeah, you've your, got... Your tip on, is where your dust cart goes. On one side, it's garbage truck and dump, and on the other side, it's tip and... Dust cart. Dust cart. Word chat. <laughs> Uh, we were talking just a little bit earlier on about learning. Um, You'd never heard of a baby chino before. But I heard of a dust cart. He has heard of a dust cart. Uh, but one thing I learned over over the festive period, and I don't know if there's any learning that anyone's got from Christmas and New Year, was something to do with fish. OK. I didn't realise that a kipper isn't actually a type or breed of fish. Isn't it? A kipper's a way of cooking what I believe to be a herring. I didn't know that either. So I, I think, <laughs> I, again, I'm doubting myself as I talk here. <laughs> I think, no, the people think uh, a, a kipper is actually a smoked herring. But now I'm saying that maybe I've got that wrong. Should I, would you like me to do one of my infamous live Googles? Please do a live Google, because this, for me, has blown my mind. I always thought a kipper was like a little particular type of fish swimming around or whatever. What is a kipper? A kippered fish, especially a fairing. A herring. <laughs> a herring, so when you brand new air looking at A kipper is a whole herring, a small oily fish yeah. that's been split in butterfly fashion. Isn't that amazing though? Did you think a kipper was like a little type of fish? I thought I could catch a kipper, yeah. Yeah, you could catch a kipper. You can't catch a kipper. It's a herring. It's been a very educational show so far today. Kippers, dust carts, baby chinos. It's absolute radio's answer to QI. I tell you what, I got a bit giddy with during the week. You know, I had my hair cut at a new barber shop in Leon C, which was nice. All right, it looks nice. Thank you very much. And I've had a, I've had quite a few nice compliments about my hair, which is which I'm really enjoying Good. this week. However, there was one part of the haircut that caught me by surprise slightly. Which is he did something to me that I've not had done to me since I was a kid. All right. He washed my hair forwards. What? You know, normally if you go to a, like a hairdresser and they wash your hair, you normally lean back, you lean, you know, lean up a bit, and they they flip well, down the, the. Yeah, you got the curious thing that looks like a shark's bit now. Yeah, and you go, you lean your back of your head yeah. in there. That's how you normally have your hair done. However, not in this place. You lean forwards with the towel around your shoulders, and then he washes and shampoos your hair face first into the sink. 
A little bit like, you remember how you used to struggle to breathe and feel like you were actually drowning if your mum used to wash your hair on a school night? Yeah. That's the first time I felt that actual genuine panic for about 35 years. I don't think that's right. It doesn't seem right, does it? No, I'd want a, t- I- I'd want a flannel over my face to stop <laughs> water getting me eyes. Please, could you give me some form of vanity flannel? <laughs> it's just not right. It's home time on a Friday night. Bush and Richie here, and uh, we have reached the moment of truth, haven't we? Here we go. Absolute radio. We have indeed £30,000, but who is it going to go to? We have a number. It's time to start dialing very carefully. What I love about this is this this person, it might be doing something in the kitchen and making themselves a cup of tea, they've got no idea that their life is about to change. No, I know. Very exciting. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Hello? Hey, who's this? It's Bush and Richie here at Absolute Radio. This is Ravine. Speaking. Ravine? Yep. Hey, that's a cracking name. What are you up to, Ravine? How's your day been so far on this Friday? Uh, it's been really good, thank you. I'm just driving back from Brighton. All right, what have you been doing in Brighton? Uh, we just went down to the beach. I went down with some friends and we just had a great day. Just went up for the day, really. What? A, a beach day in January? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I like to be a bit different, I do. Tell us about yourself, Ravine. What do you do? What's your job? Um, I'm a student. Actually, I'm studying law. Oh, wow, we've had a couple of people on revising and stuff today. Clearly, you're sorted for exams and that because you're down on the beach. (laughs) I got lucky. I don't have any exams uh, in January. Oh, wow, so you can literally just live the high life. I had a great Christmas break. I did, actually. I was one of the lucky ones. All right, so you think at the moment maybe your Friday couldn't get any better. Uh, yeah. Well, studying law doesn't come cheap, does it? No. Students don't come cheap, do they? Uh, no. Are you probably racking up bills on a monthly basis with a, you know, accommodation and trips to the beach, that kind so of thing? Much <laughs> I'm in so much debt. I'm in so much debt. Because it is a thing of being a modern student nowadays is you are in a sizeable debt before you've even started. Is that right? Yeah, no, definitely. No, you're right. Well, Ravine, happy Friday, happy January, happy 2020, because Absolute Radio wants to give you £30,000 to pay your bills. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, for real, you've just won £30,000. You're like... Are you actually... Oh, my God. No, 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 this is joking. You don't give me. Promise you, on the life of our combined kids, this is not a joke. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Am I... Am I hearing you right? That... I can't even pronounce it. <laughs> a life-changing amount of money is going to be paid over into your bank account. So all those bills and student debts you've been talking about, you don't need to worry about it. It's £30,000. Are you pranking me? We're not pranking you. <laughs> Let's just see if you can say £30,000, because that's what you've won. Say it. When you've to 30000 Oh, my God. Are you a bit serious? 30000 Yes. £30,000. Let that sink in. Have yourself an amazing weekend. What a brilliant start. What a brilliant start to 2020. Where are you going to spend it on, Ravine? I can't breathe. <laughs> I think I'm going to get myself a drink. Great yes. idea. Yes. <laughs> 
Seriously, it's a joke, you guys. Be serious. <laughs> One final time, and I'm beginning to get irritated. It's not a joke. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. Hang on there, Ravine. Oh